hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again. Kemi, hi. Um, yeah. I want to welcome you. And to our, um, our viewers watching from wherever all over the world, listening, thank you so much for joining again. This is the Ty Alderton Show on the LCC Media Foundation platform. Um, it's a pleasure to be here once again. Um, I'm super happy to be here. We have a saucy, sizzling, psychedelic, um, I can't think of any more S um, topic tonight to discuss. Very excited. I'm excited because you know what? For the first time, I don't have a story. But Kemi, you have experience in this area. You have stories. <laughs> and I know that you are going to let me, you're going to let us know um, and talk about the stories. I'm going to go deep into them. And we're hoping that somebody hears something, you know, likes it, agrees with it, you know. So welcome, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Send us your comments. Um, we'd like to read them as um, you listen to Kemi, um, Kemi's stories. Please, 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 please share, share, share. We really want you to share. Support us. And once again, this is the Tyrone Latin Show on the LCC Media Foundation um, platform. LCC Media and LCC Media Foundation platform. So tonight, our show is Workplace Romance. Have you been in it? Um, have you engaged in it? Uh, do you? What do you think about it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Um, who knows? You might have um, met your significant other at work. You know what? Um, statistics say that we spend most of our lives at work. For those of us who have um, even day job, night job, you're constantly there eight hours of your day, nine hours of your day, you are work. Even if you're self-employed, even if um, you own your own business, you are working so that you will not meet somebody that you like at work. In your lifetime, it's not true. You will find somebody that you find just totally, totally um, cute. I remember there was a time I was working with a guy. And um, I was so, he had blue eyes and he was tall and he was dark and it was just a cliche guy. And um, finally I was talking to him and I mustered up the courage and he said, yeah, yeah, I have five children. I'm like, what? Five children? <laughs> and that was that. That just killed that um, that drive right there. I'm like, five children? You know, I'm like, five? Ah. You know, he goes, yeah, yeah, my wife would like children. I'm like, all um, natural or adopted? He goes, no. Ah, five, you know, cute guy, just too cute. But uh, he had five children, and so that wasn't me. So, but so it happens, right? And um, um, it's life, you know. So, walk with your man, scare me. You have stories. Oh, that's it. I think before we start, we should cover some <laughs> statistics, right? So, Whoa. I was doing some research on this, and I looked up this report website, and they looked into workplace and how people sort of relate to each other. So they, they reach out to 4,000 people to ask them 4, for questions. 4,000. Mm -hmm. Out of those 4,000, they found that 48% of them said they would date a co-worker. Um, hmm. And also... Wait, let's analyze this. 48% of them said they would date a co-worker. Mm -hmm. So the one in every four person you meet is likely to date at work, yeah, that's sure. why they promotion. I so that's why they keep passing me over for the promotion. Because <laughs> if that's the anyway, let's keep going. What's the next statistics? 48 percent mm -hmm. data. Mm -hmm. And then um 28, 22 percent. This one I like. 22 percent have admitted to dating their boss or manager. 22 percent openly have they admitted to dating a boss at work openly? Openly. So openly. Openly. So um, I'll give you one funny story. So I, I used to work, when I started working, I worked in a department that was full of like older people. I think I was the youngest by like 30 years. 
and the wow. whole floor was like that. Like there was nothing, like I never thought of, you know, like it was just you come in, you do your work, you hang out with people, you go home kind of thing. So mm -hmm. nothing about my fancy, dating at work wasn't a thing. And then I left that job and I moved into a different job where everybody mm -hmm. was young. Like I was not yeah. the youngest in my team. I was probably maybe second or third youngest, but like the entire floor, the big floor with like all these techie boys just walking up and down and like, and there was this one guy called like, he was so tall, had a nice deep voice. Like boy was fine, 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 fine. I mean, like, and you know, it was one of those guys that would give you the eye, you know, just kind of look at you. You know, when someone talks and they're so smart and then they finish with a wink and you're like, oh God, help me. I work, you know. Um, so to get his attention, I started to collect, and anyone who worked with me then would be like, Oh, that's why you did it. I started to collect coins because I found that you know, when you go to the store and you come back and you come back with change, you put it on your desk. So, uh -huh. you know, like and I had to do things, so I started putting some stuff there and who started making conversation with me. So, you know, 50 cents, 25 cents, like, wait a minute, this is attractive. So I started to collect coins and started putting on my on my little wall there because like a pathway for everybody. All of a sudden, this is why I got this person's attention. <laughs> this is out to get the person's I attention. I got the person's attention, um, and then in all of this, I was like, okay, so what is our workplace dating policy? Because there's HR and all of that, and so mm -hmm. I I read about it. I asked HR obviously because I'm like. If I'm going to date someone, we don't work in the same department, but we're on the same floor. You're like, you what? HR. You told them that you're about to start dating at work. No, I just wanted to know. I asked my boss. I asked my boss, and I was like, what is our dating policy anyway? So he referred me to HR and all of that. And we had the conversation. Like, it was a big, you know, team meeting, and they're trying to explain to me. So we're using analogies of, you know, so I learned that. And most companies are like this. So if you're trying to date someone, you should look it up. You can date anyone as long as you're not your superior. And what does that mean? And what does that mean? Like, I can't date my manager or my manager's manager. Like, anyone that has direct influence on, on you, you should oh, you can't I hear exactly, you. Does it always happen that way? It happens, and I know of a couple, so they were dating for some time, and then, um, they, you know, they, they're working together with peers. Then mm -hmm. they, had, they went to a reorg, and so he started to report into her. Mm, um, not, good. not good. So I think one of them left. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, he reported into her, and then and then she left. And no, they both left and came back. Actually, that department, I feel like everyone dated everybody. Because when you go out for drinks, there's always, <laughs> oh, this person's ex, they dated. But they were all like, that's what happens when you put a bunch of young people together. They're going to date they each other. <laughs> um, wait, go back to your story. I'm amazed. So you started collecting coins. I'm going to address this issue of the entire department dating a little bit. But so tell me, so wait, no, so you started collecting coins. Now, would you have ever collected coins if not for this guy? No. Do you like coins now? I do love coins. I'm a coin collector. So I started collecting now, coins because of him. And everybody see, and they were like, oh, you don't have coins from my country. I'll bring it to you. And it became an old thing. Like it became like it, it became an old thing. Random strangers would come up to me. I said, "Oh, Mary, I noticed you didn't have this coin. There you go." And I'm like, "I don't even know you like that." So you put the coin on the wall. Yes. And so you notice the coin collection. Yes. You want to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I'm actually not ashamed of myself. I'm, I'm amazed. Well, you you went about it very creative. I'm amazed. Okay, so you collected it. 
And then so became friends, you know, we rolled in the same circle, but it was so bad, you know, like it was so bad when like I never used to go because their own corner was on the other side. I never used to go there because I was so afraid that I would get there and I would just choke up. And anyone who knows me knows that I am very confident I can go anywhere. But with mm-hmm. them, it was just so different. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, like we we talked after some time, mm-hmm. like, you know, you just you just get over it and you're like, you know what, I'm done, I'm over it. But we became, we later became friends. We're friends now on Facebook. And so, like, we're friends everywhere. It's obviously oh, yes. left the company. I've obviously left the company, but we're really good friends now. But yeah. Um, did, he, did he know that you collected the coins just to get his attention? Did you date? I don't know. Did you ask about No, we didn't. No, we didn't date. No, we ended up. Oh, dating. Oh, you didn't date. We didn't date. We didn't, we didn't date. Um, yeah. He left, and I don't even like. I think I started seeing someone just before he left the department or something. But it was just all those things. You're like, ah, I've been collecting coins for this month. You pass by. You say good morning. I'll say good morning. I'll, you know, like I actually yeah. go out of my way to say hi and all of that. And let's go down. Like this guy's not interested. And I found out that maybe he was, he was interested. He just he didn't have the to, to courage to speak up, and you collected coins for him. Ah. I guess it wasn't worth it then. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was hoping for like a moment of, and we dated, and I told him, and then we became, and then, you know, so none of that happened. None of that happened. But I became, we became good friends, you know. Oh, I suppose so. I suppose yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a, I have a comment here. Somebody oh. says, I like your hair. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, thank you to those who are sending in comments. We really appreciate that. Um, thank you so much. Um, yeah, this is the Tyler Nathan show. We're talking about um, workplace romance. Kemi is telling us stories of how she actually collected coins to catch a guy's attention. And I don't know if that really worked that well. What have you done to catch a guy's attention at work? Should you be catching a guy's attention, a girl's attention at work, if you like, you know? I mean, can you hurry love? Can you stop love? Can you hinder love? You know? I mean, you can't. At the end of the day, you can't. And and you mentioned something when we started that we spend a lot of time with people at work. Eight hours at least. Eight hours. And I've seen mm-hmm. people actually start relationships. Like you can see, you can actually see the relationship from the beginning start. Um, and I recall there was this one colleague of mine. She just broke up with her boyfriend. She was just, you know, at the time she was still collecting um, admirers. You know, people really liked her, young, mm-hmm. cute. You know, everyone would come to her desk. You know, really out there, like mm-hmm. not out there, out there, but everyone really liked her. Mm-hmm. And she had the kind of power she commanded and all of that. And then she met this guy and she was like, she was obsessed with him. Not obsessed, obsessed, but she's like, I really want to be with this guy. And mm-hmm. I was down their first date. And I recall, like, you know, she wasn't, like, she wasn't shy. She knew what she wanted when I thought the guy. Um, I think they started dating within the first date happened. We all went out as a group. She ensured that he came. Um, and now they're married. They Their baby's about to be one now. But it was just so oh, nice wow. just watching the relationship go from, you know, just the first date, asking silly questions, pretending that you guys are co-workers, and then going Very to dating, married, having a kid together. Uh, so, yeah, that was a fun one, too. But, again, I always tell everybody what I learned from my research with my coin guy, which was you cannot date anybody in your reporting structure. <laughs> You know what? I was about to give that to you. You were reading the statistics to us, but you don't know the statistics. No, this, the... I just read, I covered two. I covered the one about mm-hmm. dating a co-worker. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about the percentage of who are uh, admitted to dating their boss. 
or manager, 22%. And then, so there's one that I found quite interesting. It said 66% of office workers started their romance during the winter months. 66% of, um, say that again, of office, office workers. workers started their romance during the winter months. Hmm. So end of year Christmas party. Ah, end of year Christmas party. Mm, that one needs us. We need to discuss that one deeper. Oh, that is okay. So Christmas party. Why are you laughing? Why is this? A, like, I, no, I, just, I, I just remembered one Christmas party I went mm -hmm. to where at the end of the night, and so my company back then, it's a big company. And that's why I never told you what the name is. So they have their Christmas party. There's about 35,000 people that come in. Mm -hmm. no, there's 35,000 people in the bank, in the company. So there's about 4,000, 5,000 people that come to Christmas party every year. Mm -hmm. Like the tickets sell out within minutes of being available. Oh, there's all the Christmas party tickets. Oh, Christmas party. Okay. Oh, yeah. So let's say, so my, I've always got, I've gone for the last six, seven years. And the way it would work is, you know, a bunch of us would go every year, different departments. Mm -hmm. We call each other mm -hmm. up. We know when tickets go on sale. Mm -hmm. So it's actually a project. We block off the calendar time. Someone buys a couple of tables. Everyone pays them ahead of time. It's a big mm -hmm. deal. You get to dress up. It's fun. It's fantastic. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and uh, so, you know, I've been to the Christmas party and people are dancing on the dance floor and you're like, this is not workplace appropriate. Like, this is not right. I've seen them drag people home. Like, you know, people are totally drunk and they're, they're throwing up on the street. But what is intriguing about the statistic that you mentioned is um, something about the winter months, you know, um, coincidentally, a lot of times in this part of the world, there are lots of babies that come in the summer because that happened, of course, during the winter months. I'm not speaking from any statistical. I just, I noticed that from my own group. So I always wonder, what is it about? Is it the cold, the need to feel warm that makes you, you know, um, things happen in the winter months because it gets darker early. But 66% of romantic um, relationships at work start in the winter months. It's, uh, Absolutely, because if you remember watching, um, if you, I don't know if you watched, um, what's that movie? It's a Christmas movie. Um, love actually. Love actually. Okay. Love actually. So the romance, like the 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 what's it called? The two romances that were supposed to be at work. There was one where it was supposed to start an affair with his secretary. Mm -hmm. That was at their Christmas party. And then this other girl who was in love with this engineer for like two years. That that near affair is kind of fed around the Christmas party because that's yeah. the one time you get to let your hair down. Everyone's having a good time. You're drinking. You're marrying. You're saying exactly what you feel. And rubbish stats, like it's a cesspool of rubbish. I mean, like yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a cesspool have, of rubbish. It is. I have a story of um, um a young lady that I worked with, and this is um, a very interesting story. And I share this because it happened live and direct. If you had told me, I wouldn't have believed what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying, um, it's a lot of it's it's culminated in um, mm, let me see months months and months and months of um to the point where the manager had to actually separate the girl not separate but um relocate her to a different building of the company oh. just so that just so that uh the workplace um, abnormalities will stop and i meant like we'll be in a meeting and the 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 one party will put a cup down and the other lady or the well 
the the guy who put the cup down, the lady will take the cup and sip and um sip the drink. You know, I look. I have never seen, and look, I was amazed. I didn't think these things could happen. Like, I don't know what it was about this kind of hot love, young love, budding romance that they, it was almost like I said, they couldn't even, even you know, we'll be at um, a, a meeting and they'll be kind of holding hands. And I was wondering, do you not have a girlfriend? Do you not have a boyfriend? But so, um, yeah, it started. And the way it affected me was that um, there are times when I needed to supervise the girl on certain functions, not really difficult tasks. Yeah. And I would explain to her, like, no, 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 this is how you do this because it's, it's easier this way. And she'd go, no, let me go ask the guy. I'm like, no, no. Why? Why Why do you have to go ask the guy? Because, well, I think he knows. I'm like, yeah, no, both of you, I supervise both of you to, 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 together. So why do you think you ask the guy? But that's, you know, and I bring this up to say that some of those workplace romance for a non-looker like me, for me, I find it totally frustrating, you know, yeah. because... It becomes a problem at work for me when you're dealing with people who are um, who love each other too much to see their impacts. I mean, on, they're not they're not in love. It's just it's puppy love. I mean, seriously. It's really, it's puppy love. You think it's puppy? <laughs> I think so. I mean, you were talking, and I found that eighty-four percent of employers mm -hmm. they were not happy with their employees dating. I agree. I'm not happy to see that kind. Maybe I'm just a killjoy. Maybe I don't want to see no, you happy at work. It's not being killjoyish, but think about it this way: you you're in a workplace. You should act as such. And I know couples like my my old my old workplace. I I can tell you that forty percent of the couples, if not more, met, married, and raised children while working together. Many of yeah. them. I, I I hear that a lot. Like you know, you see somebody and. They'll be like, oh, this is this person's husband. That is that person's wife. I see that a lot. I see that a lot oh, yeah. too. Even you know where you know they're like, I, I know what that bothers me is when you want to talk bad about somebody, and I'm not saying <laughs> you talk bad, but there are times when you're venting. You're almost like, now who can I vent to? Because they're related. Some of them carry different last names, so that you wouldn't, exactly. you, so you don't even know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm -hmm. You know, and so at the end of the year, like, uh, did I just talk about that one's wife? To the, to, to the husband, and they'll listen to you all quiet, and they'll listen. Mm -hmm. And they would say anything. Like, I always like when people say, oh, do you know this person? Oh, that's my significant other. You're like, okay, let me let me keep it to myself. Mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. there was this couple, um, you know, she was, there were two, there were two VPs in two different areas, and I didn't realize they were married and their kids worked in the company. Until that is so retired. unfair. How do you have your husband, your wife, and your children at work? This is Oh my God, that just hurts. I mean, I, I mean, like maybe I don't know if they. Cause think about it though. When I worked, my cousin and I worked in the same company. I got her in because they had an opening, and she used you know fresh out of school. The opening, I'm like, oh, you know. And sometimes when they post jobs, they you want to work with people that they know. And so I was like, oh, okay, your wife and your children. So this is my thinking. You leave mm -hmm. the same house in the month. You drive different cars. Oh, they're not supposed to. They should, you should just ship them if they do that. Like, you can't. You have to drive, you the same car. drive the brain cars. Okay, so if you don't drive the brain cars, or maybe you do, you shop at work. I saw you yesterday night. I was pissed off at you yesterday night. And then I might work with you again. The kind of anger that I carry sometimes, you know, let me not say this on here. It might cause, um, let me just be careful because, you know, if you're really mad at your spouse, you, you know, you know, you know, married people get this. You're really mad at your spouse, super angry at your spouse, and then you want to see my work again. I don't know that I, I, I want to work. Do you know what I mean, though? Like, I mean, like, it, it can be very disruptive because you're bringing your, your, your romantic issues. Imagine if 
the one guy cheats on you and you are work together. So how do you do that in a board meeting? Oh my goodness. So I was um thing is you're sitting down at work with two guys, two couples who are dealing with emotional issues, and then you're trying to be productive. Help me. How how do we move that meeting? Oh, you can't, you can't even. So I remember this was not like I would tell you my own story when when I was like, oh, I had a situation like that. Yeah, I'm serious. I, I had a friend, I had a friend who, you know, she was in a, you know, she and the ex kind of split up, and mm. it wasn't it wasn't a very good story, but they both moved on to different jobs, mm-hmm. and so I had the misfortune. I changed jobs. And mm-hmm. my on my first day, my boss, I forgot what happened. My boss wasn't there. So I'm at my desk walking away. And you know, mm-hmm. the office, they have those eye desks, so you can't really see who's next door. Doesn't mm-hmm. my friend's ex work just I just sent to my desk? And mm-hmm. he started talking, and I'm like, God, please let it not be this man. God, please let it not be this man. <laughs> please. Next thing my phone buzzes, my friend has sent me this long message about what happened and what they broke. You heard both sides of the story. I didn't even oh. talk to the guy. So, like now you know the now you know the story. Now the guy is looking really, really shady, right? So you're like, okay, good. I'm just gonna I'm just I, and it's a new job. You don't know anybody else, so you can't even somebody and insult them and course them like, ah, what is my friend is no good. Or, like, like it was sideways. Yeah, I was. Yeah, what if the one guy is your own boss? What do you oh, do? Oh, thank, thankful. I know, right? I would. I just quit my job and just come back to my old job. But please take me back. I'm sorry, <laughs> I left you guys because I can't even imagine. So, like the first couple of days, I would, I was always avoiding. When I hear his voice at the desk, and I have to go and pee. I quickly go on my way back. I'll first take the. I'll take the longer way, George. That okay? I don't see him, and then go to my desk. Day three, I'm having a good time walking back to my boss. Who do I run into but this one? <laughs> what do you do now? I just, I greeted him like normal. Like I was so fake. And my, when I'm fake, my voice is very high pitched. He's like, hey, what's up? I don't see you. So, most awkward situation of my life. And the worst part was um, when, the man, when the man speaks about his family and whatever, he never talked about the ex. So I always get so upset because I'm like, like it talks like it, like I don't know how it compact compartmentalizes things, but never brings up the acts, just always. And because the walls are so thin, you can hear everything, and somebody will be talking. Oh, yeah. I don't just kind of be like, yo, man, you know, it's like, like why are you only talking about this How about that person? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, those are your kids too now. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. that's See, see, what was from man see, I mean, it's the concept is tantalizing and it's sizzling and it's funny and it's you know, but when you get down to the nitty gritty of it, oh my god, uh, it's um, it's very deep, you know. I don't know, like, um, I don't know where I'm at. Like, look, I'm totally for meeting somebody who knows you meet your um, I know of a person, um, another true story who met um, the husband at work. Now, this is, so in my mind, when I heard this story, I thought it was unfair. But then again, to me, most things are unfair, right? <laughs> it's because this lady was almost um, very junior in position to him. So it's almost like I see um, I'm uh, maybe like a clerk. Mm-hmm. And then you were, I, I end up falling for like the VP of something, you know. I don't even know where I'll begin to make the connections. How do you even meet, you know? It's not like this is your executive assistant or your secretary, you know, this is somebody who works in maybe um, 
down in the basement in accounting somewhere, and then you are up in the executive flow, you know, you know, and then you meet. How do you meet? How do? Because my man, I'm trying to imagine. How did you meet? What did you say to him? How did he? Because now they're married and they have, I think, two children. You know, and I'm just curious. I, I'm just curious how, 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 and I find that so un, once again unfair. You know that. I mean, maybe I'm slightly. Am I? Am I jealous? Is that jealousy? It's a bit just tiny jealousy right there. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's fine. I hear you. I know one of our executives, VPs. His wife was like a not a clerk, clerk, and it wasn't his first wife. Maybe like second or third or mm. something. Um, I know because one day, so this this man was the one that made me respect executives. You know, very proper, very prim, does his own thing. Is always very, very mm -hmm. easygoing, very nice to look at, and all of that. You know, as for his age, it was you know it was all put together. When he wears that suit, everything was a shock. Mm -hmm. anyway, so I knew that he, like you know, I knew the lady that I assumed was. I didn't think she was his wife because we've done some work together. I see her around and stuff like that. And one day. Wish I pacing around like ah, this big guy. Can I let you in? It's like, no, don't worry. Ah, pacing, pacing, pacing. And the next thing the woman comes out. I think I was coming out with her, and she was, I think they had a fight from home or something. And uh, I was like, well, guys, you know, I was like, that's too much. My bad mood generally would just say, What nonsense is this? Please take your romance into the car. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I think I, I think I think I've, I've gotten so used to it, like just knowing I'm that people. Annoying, you know, I, personally. No, you're not. You know, I just don't. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Maybe I should. I mean, I find it. Um. Anyway, let me not say what I, I just. You know what? Because I see where you're coming from. Like sometimes it could be counterproductive. For instance, like I said, when the romance is still fresh and it's new, and one of you is obsessed with the other one, and you just keep coming to the they other get any work done. And I know this once again because I was in a department where we had an open concept. Mm. And in that open concept, you're already smiling. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. You know, I always have to have my earphones on, you know. And so then I'm trying to work. And you know, the work I do, you need to concentrate with all of your brain and you have to even borrow some. And even then it's not enough. And then you're sitting in a cubicle or not a cubicle, like an open concept with guys, with these girls and there's, you know, two guys in the outside of the open concept. And one of them was so in love with the one that it was, I'm like, what is this? You know, and it became, now it became like day one of John and Jenny romance show day two what did they do day three he brought me a rose day four he brought me flowers day five you know at the time you know day six we went for dinner day seven we analyzing the dinner that we had yesterday night day eight you know we don't know if we should go out again day nine should i go again day 10 it took me dinner it took me um for lunch day 11 and we start analyzing and cataloging john and jenny and this is not their names of course john and jenny remind you and to the point where of course they come to work and they start analyzing other things and i'm this is a family friendly you know show so i'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> and i have to have my earphones on and i'm like why do i have to hear this like seriously like this is not what i signed up for because in my own day i come to work i want to do my work and i want to go home i don't want to hear um Day 45, you know, when he made her cry, I knew. When he didn't buy a rose, I knew. When he said something stupid, I knew. When he said something dumb, how we made up, I knew. When they went to the cabin for the long holiday, I knew. When they came from the cabin, I knew. When they got a dog, I knew. When the dog went to the vet, I knew. When they sat down, I'm like, Abba, you know, that is just phase one of this dating 
dating fiasco, you know, at phase two, when the love of the romance came a bit down and they were not so in love and then their life became normal. And then the three, when uh, they were in a meeting and then somebody had asked the question and the guy didn't stand up for her. And then there was the whole kind of a guy doesn't stand up for a girl, doesn't matter. You know, the guy's like, no, 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 I work in this company. And, uh, you know, and then it became a situation. And then eventually a manager has to say, you know what, um, deal with this. Uh, first warning happened. Still, I had my earphones on. These are multiple days of me listening to this. If you ask of a situation that's, I'm just being, as a, you know, I remember the way I was feeling. Day to nine, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh, you're days just in. putting days in there. I get it. <laughs> I'm just putting days right now. You know, like day 100 is like, um, they don't know if the relationship is going to survive because, you know, what well, the guy didn't stand up for her a couple of times. He didn't like the sister. They went out camping. Something happened. One person got so drunk, came back. They are not sure. More cries, more tears on the Monday morning at work for those who I'm telling you, Midwest people, this is how we do, right? You know, exactly. and then eventually, um, everybody's now checking up on them, you know what? Um, to the point where some of the older women at work are coming to give advice. When I my, you know, when I met my Billy 40 years ago, this is what we did. I made our relationship work. When I met my John 45 years ago, this is what happened. And I'm by somebody by now get shoot me because this is so not working for me. But guess what? It was our pet project at work to follow this romance. And I couldn't complain. Did you make it fun? But it's to make working fun though. Like you don't know what you're going to hear when you get to do. my mood is this. I, I don't <laughs> to me, um um I just thought it was um I was just not in a good mood in that period of time in my life for me to appreciate mm. anybody's love and romance. Mm. Now I said that very very honest. <laughs> yeah. Maybe different mind space. <laughs> I, I might have appreciated their their um their romance. You know, but I honestly, this was, you know, look, I honestly don't know that I was interested in, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, being, you know, my mind, certain things you keep, I don't even want you to know about my family at work, you know, because we don't know where this work relationship is going. Do I even like it here enough? Do you know what I mean? invest. So much so I know. I've always been into... I wasn't into rubbish like that. Like I remember when my friend was when my friend started dating someone from work, I was the one that would cook for them. I was the one that would be like, okay, what happened? Like as soon as you know conversations happen or something happened, I would have to dissect the situation. It would be like, okay, so they are really <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? But, you know, that was sometimes. But my thing though is the, the, what they tell you that you know don't 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 poop where you eat. There's there's value to it. There's value to it because the research here shows that 21 percent have had to quit their job as a result of a workplace romance. Imagine that you lost a job. Exactly. When and I've and I've been in a similar in a something like that. You know, it was a romance. I kept it, I kept it down low. Like once it was done and we had moved on with our lives, I kind of said telling people everybody knew I was dating someone, but no one knew who it was. Like we never did all that. Oh, you come to my I mean, 
the person I had other people come into my to my space, so you couldn't even pinpoint that okay, who is she dating kind of thing. But most people came for work or to come and gist because I love I love a good story. So mm-hmm. <laughs> we would have yeah. you know, so we you know, but we worked. We didn't work in the same department. We didn't work. We worked in the same building, not on the same floor, whatever. But the work we did was very intertwined with each other. So mm-hmm. my team only existed because the steam was involved and all of that. We're heavily engaged with each other. So when things sort of fizzled out, we got into a space where they've always complained about my department. And when you say give examples, it's always my name. Like oh, somebody. Yeah, it's always my name. Or you know, not my name, my name, but they were complaining about my pro about processes that I put that I was working on. And obviously, I'm a pen, I, I love my I love a good process. So my processes okay. work. I was always following processes, I was always putting them together. So mm-hmm. everybody's always defending me. So it's always like I was always so pissed. Like, because I until like after and my boss would come back fuming at the oh, mouth that this person defending you. No, not defending me. Like it would always complain about something I'd done from as a result of oh, working with your team is not good, it's not conducive. You guys do this, you guys do that, and the other. Because here's my thing, and it's I'm actually seeking help for this. I compact, I compartmentalize a lot. I put Mm -hmm. like I have boxes for everything. So people think Mm -hmm. it's me being cold, but you know, I can. You and I can have a conversation, and I can say, you know what, Um, Tyler and I, we're only Bible friends, and that's it. (laughs) <laughs> and that's and that's the bucket you're staying. Every time I call you, it's like, oh, you know, I read this good chapter in the Bible. You know about it. And that's it. I would never think of you that, oh, went to school together. We, you know, we have this. Uh, I'm, I'm helping. I'm, I'm joining this show every week. Like, all those things are, like, in my mind doesn't exist. It's just, she's my Bible friend. I don't discuss the Bible with her. And that's that. And that's and that's how I am. With, with It's really bad. And I think, I think that's fine. I don't know. Like, I'm working through it and figuring out. But I'm the kind of person that okay. The alternative, yeah. The the alternative of that is not to have any boundaries at all, such that everything spills over. Exactly. Exactly. You you at work, and then you'll be saying things that are, or you'll be in a different gathering. So I guess there's a balance. I suppose maybe that's. There is a balance, but my thing is okay. The relationship did not work. We both like okay. It wasn't that. It wasn't that I said I'm not doing it. It wasn't like you said you're not doing it again. We just got to a point where we're like, you know what? You know, is this it or is this not? Let's just you know, let's just go our separate ways and just fill it out and whatever. So it that wasn't like, huh? Well, that's normal. Well, it's normal. Like it wasn't a breakup. It wasn't a non-breakup. It was just the is this is this is this where I want to die? And it wasn't. So like. And from that point on, I just I just say, okay, well, co-workers, put the person in the co-worker box again. How did that work out afterwards? Was, I'm curious. Um, okay, so, you know, all of these things happened. You know, my boss would come in and it would just be filming at the mouth, like, what happened? It was later, many months later, that he started telling me about all, because we went out, for, my boss and I went out once and we we're talking and I talked about my relationship with person. It's like, oh, that makes a lot of sense that mm-hmm. every time they met, it would always come about you. About me. But it was like I was one because I was one of the more senior people. So it wasn't it wasn't a founded complaint. It's like, okay, so she's doing her job. Why are you complaining? Kind of thing. So um, so I explained to him that, oh, it's fine. That's what happened. So it's, I think the grievance was we're not together anymore. It's not anybody's fault. It wasn't even like we weren't together anymore. It was more like 
I don't know how to like, you know, relationships end. Everybody moves on. You can't just. My question to you is: So you go to work, you see our work, then after work again, you see each other, and then you wake up and you do it all over again. Do you not get sick of each other at a point where you just keep seeing each other? Or is my concept of true love messed up to the point where I don't think you need to be? No, it's around. not like, and, and it's not, it's not like, you know, it wasn't like I was living with him or whatever, you know, and it wasn't like I, I, know, was but him. I wasn't like, seeing him every day like that because, you know, we work together. Work? No, we didn't work on the same, like, you know, sometimes you have meetings and you're, you're not in person, you know, you're in the same building, but you're not, you don't have a room book. So you pick up the phone and you talk on the phone and you guys finish your business. Or sometimes you just, you know, you just sending emails. It's not like the old days of, oh, come on, sit down in this busy room, let's solve this problem. It's okay. emails. So, okay. you know, you do that. And, you know, sometimes you might be in a meeting and then you're getting text messages or someone telling you, telling you stuff or oh, what are we doing this evening? And you're, you know, those kind of cutesy, cutesy things, those are cute. But then when you have finished your relationship, you go back to work. You're just done and you act like everything, but it was it was very rough um in, in the beginning, like in the beginning and all of that. And there was you know those when we had to do work, it was a little difficult. But over time I got used to it that when he was getting too aggressive, I didn't report it or anything because it wasn't anything bad, you know, it wasn't it wasn't crazy, it was just it was just it was just an irritation if you if I'm being honest. Just oh you recall anything that happened majorly that you know, any point, any, I guess, high point, any, um, uh, yeah, any high point or low point when this came to a head in the relationship. I'm just curious. Um, you know, something that really happened that, that was weird that happened at work based on the relationship. I'm just curious because for me, this is new. This whole idea of dating hour, because in my own, in my wildest imagination and dreams, I would never endorse it, neither would I do it. Well, because I, I find it's a bit, um, it's a bit tricky. Um, because if you, if I, if we dated and you didn't like my work, or and I will take you very personal and I'll hate you, <laughs> just because I don't know that I can handle that kind of a criticism. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's you why, know, like, when you're with the good thing you know, was, because if the guy is super smart mm -hmm. and. It's, good at what it does and i'm not super smart and i'm not good at what i'm like you know and he says something about that even if it's in person out to shatter certain self-esteem aspects of my don't make your face like that i'm just saying look i like i don't i don't look for validation. issues say again i don't know validation from anybody like i if I don't know something, I'll ask, and you teach me, and I'll know for next time. I'll be honest, like, from some time at work, I realized that, you know, there was people, people, people admired me. Um, I'm not saying like, which is God, whatever, but I found, like, I had admirers. What did I do? I said, giving everybody my work to do. Like, I'm not even going to lie about it. Like, because everybody fitted, oh, you know, Mary does, you know, she doesn't know. So I was getting twice as much work done. It wasn't like I was going to put my work on, just sitting down, going out and doing everything. I had my workload. I could take more on because people were doing some of it. So I just. And these are your admirers. They really like it. And they were doing your work. <laughs> it's what they call in Africa, champ. Just... So, so you're doubling, you're, you know, you're, you're getting better returns on the work because you're doing, you're doing twice as much because people are doing half of it. You're doing half. So you just bring it to a whole. So in that time, I think, I can't think of, I think the old relationship started because the person and I started working together and they were very, they were very grumpy. And I don't like grumpy people. 
you know, like, so I wanted to get mm-hmm. to know them, like, what is this person's problem? Like, what did I, you know, what did I put in your market that is making you hate me so much? So I started to get to know the person. And that was when I got this different side of them. They're funny, they're charming, they're this, they're that. And, you know, that was when all of that, you know, became. So now I saw the person behind the work person. So I worked at a persona, I started working at a persona. So I really liked that. And that was what kind of um, got me interested in them. Mm -hmm. But when we stopped being interested, everybody, you know, the question i have for you is this when you watch shows like say Grey's anatomy or um name any show out there like a lot of those doctor shows the the one the rookie or um um, new amsterdam you know like you know and you see them dating at work and they have this sizzling hot romance is it the same way in real life is that is that the same concept where they're able to work keep it together and hide it or is it um, a bit dry? And I'm just curious, you know, because when I see those things happen at work, oh, sorry, on, on the show, I'm thinking, yeah, this is Hollywood. So when you're telling me, you're confirming to me that people actually do, do. And I'm also curious of how many people have even dated under me that I didn't notice, or dated around me that I didn't notice. And I'll be wondering, what kind of nonsense is this, you know? And I'll be like, these people again. And they actually dated, you know? <laughs> and I'm curious how many times I might just carry my head up and cannot even notice the literally two, and you know, because I'm not looking for money, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, and not everybody, not everybody discloses it. I mean, they tell you in most office policies that if you're about to date a coworker, you should let someone know. Because sometimes the problems that employers get into when people don't, when relationships don't work out is, let's say one of you still wants a relationship, the other one doesn't. The one that does might keep coming back to try to salvage whatever was there. And now the person that doesn't want again might feel like you're encroaching on their on their territory. And what ends up happening mm-hmm. is harassment lawsuit, harassment situation, yes, the person's mm-hmm. harassing me. And I've heard a couple of stories about that where you know what? They were often every everybody knew them as a couple. It would bring her lunch, it would take her home, everything, everything. Love was great, everybody was in love, muchy, muchy, muchy happy. And then they go their separate ways. And, you know, somebody calls it up and the other person is not happy. So they keep coming back, trying to, trying, you know, being in the same circle as them, getting on projects they're working on, following them around, showing up at their desk just because, mm-hmm. you know, they know mm-hmm. where they are. Because when you're, when you're, when you work with someone, they know where to find you. You know, you can't you can't yeah. be like, I don't want to talk to you, get away from me. They know where your they know where your office is, <laughs> they know how to find you. I've heard of situations where people have called people's bosses to be like, yo, my girl is not talking to me. Could you talk to her for me, please? Yes. Oh. I've someone pulled me in and said, What did they do? I'm like, I don't know. Oh, no. No, it's not my stuff. <laughs> I said Wow, um, our time is running again. I don't even think we talked. We didn't even uh, start the surface. I had lots of stories for you. I know. Well, this is the Tyrell Nathan show once again, guys. I'm sharing your stories um, with Tyrell Nathan. We're talking about workplace romance. How, how does it, um, have you been in one? Um, has it impacted you? What do you think? Um, we're curious. You want to share your story so that, you know, people out there would hear and be validated or not by the story. Um, Kemi has a different viewpoint than I do, um, workplace romance, but it is what it is. I'm no judgment here. So what we're trying to do next week is that we're gonna put out a Google form. And you know, if you feel so inclined um, and you wanna send us your story, 
we'll just do a quick questionnaire, you know, um, your romance, what happened, share your story. And we're going to read that story. We're going to read it online on here um, so that, you know, people can hear. This is the point of sharing your story so that um, if your story can impact or bless somebody, let it, right? Uh, we There's nothing that is happening right now that hasn't happened before. You know, I wonder how many of our parents made our, their husbands at work. In fact, I'm sure that if we do a poll in Nigeria or all African countries, a lot of our, this is way back before the mutual movement and all those things happened, way, way, way back before those things were called. A lot of our uncles, older aunties might have met our parents, our moms at work. I forgot to tell you one last, um, one last, um, uh, one last that thirty six percent of those that were looked that were reviewed had had an affair at work. So either they were married and were with someone who wasn't married, both of them were married, or one of them was married. Mm -hmm. Thirty six percent had an affair at work. I believe that. In fact, I think it's more. Oh yeah, I I, I, I tend to agree. How that would be more because when you are spending eight hours or more of your time daily, you tend to see, and you know, the thing about work is people bring their best to work. You know, you come to work, you dress nice. If you dress nice, um, if you work in one of those places that require a bit of dressing, put on makeup, you smile broadly, you have that workplace attitude where people who knew you at work will be shocked to see you at a different place. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because I don't wear I don't wear I don't wear pants. I'm always wearing dresses. I'm always yeah. dressed up. You know, people that see me going to my land, they're like, oh, you own flat shoes. So I'm like at work, I'm always a different, you know, looking all mm -hmm. I like to look nice and clean. And yeah. you know, and on, on weekends, like I don't I try to wear dresses too, but you know, with flats and all of that. Yeah. But then COVID hit and I started to wear yeah. track pants. I've actually bought my first pair of track pants. I think shortly before COVID, I I traveled with them and I just started wearing them because it's so comfortable. So during COVID, I went to I went to Costco and someone saw me and they weren't even sure it was me. Like you know, this was before the mask, before you had to wear masks, right? And this is like, yeah. like you look so different. Is that you? I had no makeup. My bag was on a thing. My hair was in a knot. I looked like I was coming from the I was coming from the gym. And even those that sneak going to the gym in the morning, they're always looking at me like. Where's the rest? Like, what's what's happening? Some some <laughs> pass by me and they're like, "Mary, is that you?" And I'm like, "Dream now, what's your?" But what's the problem? I hear you. I dread the day that I will meet any of my coworkers at a at a grocery store with my children. I, in fact, I just hope that is not the day that I'm yelling because ah, it'll be really. I find I feel that it might be really embarrassing to me if I'm there fighting. I'm picking plantains and then I'm trying to tell this one sit down and down one is then my my boss is passing. I'd be like, uh huh. It's like you know what? I mean, it's really, I think this one might be embarrassing, but that's what it is. Eh? But I I totally get that you know at work um it's more likely to find somebody. Um, that you have a crush on, you know, because where else do you meet so, so many people at the same time? You know, probably work, social gatherings, maybe different people, different um, from different backgrounds. Usually work. So it's totally a thing. Um, like I said, guys, no judgment here. Please send us your stories. We'll put out a Google form. I'm just curious to see what it is there. Real life stories of people who have met their significant partner at work, who have fallen in love at work, who have dated or not dated at work. Um, 
Our fears, mm, if you want to share, we'll hear the story. We'll say we'll, we'll, we'll say the story out there. We'll leave it out there for people to make what they want of it. But um, yeah, do you have any more statistics with us? For um, I think that's it. So when I was doing this research, I read some stories, and there was a story of a person that said, you know, one day during the Christmas party, they went out and mistakenly kissed their coworker mistakenly they've had a crush on the guy for so long you know so for some reason they accidentally kissed them so this person went home and left their wife because they thought it was a full-blown affair they were gonna have like and just left his wife and came back and the girl's like no no it was just a kiss i apologize oh my gosh what so <laughs> Slow down. How do you accidentally kiss somebody? Then how do you take that accidental kiss as a as as a uh, as a reason to uh, just leave them? And I'm just like uh, that kind of person. I'll be honest with you. I, I couldn't date them because I'm like your wife of how many years? For one small kiss, you're not leaving. You 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 you're done. You're done. You're coming to this person. You don't know if I'm kissing everybody in our office. <laughs> this Christmas um, party matter. This is something. This oh, is something. It's, oh, things I see at the Christmas party. I just have to look away sometimes um, like, God, let my eyes not see bad. I, I hear you, but I don't, I've not gone for, I, I usually, I, I think I've missed a couple. The last couple of years, I just decided that, you know what, I don't even want to fraternize with anybody. I see you guys enough. I, I can refuse not to see you again. That's always made my own stand because yeah. every day, I don't know that I want to be with the accountant team. Again. I like it. I like it. I like the gist. I like the gist. I like to hear all the stories, cause if if it's happening, it's happening on the dance floor. Hmm. <laughs> so all the rubbish romance used to start. Um, we need to, like I said, we really need to go deeper into the uh, workplace romance and how. But how do you accidentally kiss somebody? And then how that man, the person, the man had. Mm, the man, I think the man was already. You know, some, sometimes there are, there are two kinds of people. There are those that can be by themselves, like, okay, things aren't working out for me, I'm out of here. And there are those that are always like, oh, what happens if I leave? Who's going to take me? And then, you know, someone kisses them that is much younger and they're like, oh, I can do better. But, yes. you know, because I, I, I don't know, believe it was an accidental kiss. I think she was probably No, drunk. I don't, I don't, I think she was drunk too. Like, I've, I've heard of, you know, people doing weird things. I've had, um, um I've had like I've had lots of stories of of seeing, seeing things like that. I've seen see things like that. I've seen two people that are just like an, an unnecessary pair, and you're just like, I'm going to watch this today. I'm about to do something that I have to see. <laughs> he just, he just, he just, I'll give you one small story before we go. So I just Christmas party. It's not it's not about romance or whatever. So I went to a Christmas party once, and everybody brought their spouse, and I came with my single friend, a very very pretty girl. Um, so my colleague left his wife. So the table was on this side, on the left, ours was on the right. So my colleague left his wife and went on the dance floor and we're dancing. And so my friend, who was my date for the for the for the for the Christmas party, is like, oh, she's tired. Let's go sit down. And his wife was looking for him. So he has, and my friend was tired because of her shoes. So there was nothing going on with them. She had a man or whatever, but it wasn't there. So they were arm in arm going to the sitting area. And, you know, as he was coming, he saw his wife. She was looking furious. That's in my idiotic mm -hmm. friend. Just rather than go sit down and say, okay, your wife, oh, this is, this is uh, Mary's friend. Call her name. Uh-huh. Or, you know, call her name Jennifer. Jennifer, this is my beautiful wife. Give her a kiss on the cheek so that she knows that there's nothing sinister going on. 
my friend sees his furious wife, holds my friend's hand, and then turns around. Well, no. Uh, so, yeah, I went to sit down with her that I'm sorry. I know it's your husband, the father of your children, but it doesn't have sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't have sense. No, there's nothing going on here. <laughs> She's like, she knows she knows that I had a good laugh out of it. <laughs> Sometimes people just don't know. I, I, I can see that too, that the guy probably got spooked, like, oh my God, maybe she's going to yell at me here. And so let me do it. Like, but that's my thing, though. Like, diffuse situation quickly. But he saw what's going on. Everyone's like, oh my goodness, you fully, like, why would you even do something like that? Hey, <laughs> dynamic of their relationships. I mean, this is true. But yeah. I, I mean, I know what you're saying. I kind of see, I'm picturing the situation in my head. But you know, you don't know the dynamics. Maybe the guy's like, yeah, the way she's looking, maybe she starts yelling, you know. <laughs> I don't want to be yelled at in front of you know, my, you know. So let me just walk away from this one. You oh. don't know. Well, anyway, but there's a lot. So we're gonna put out a Google form next um, for next show next Tuesday. Yes. It is for people hopefully to send in their um, stories, just curious stories of what happened. Um, if they met a person at work, if they dated them, what happened? How did they end? We just want to read your stories on here next week. Um, so we thank you all once again for listening to us, watching us, sending in your comments. You're here. It's really beautiful, Kemi. Looks really nice. Um, I must say that. And yeah. And so, yes. So that's it, guys. Thank you so much. We're trying to keep to our time, but I think we went past again. But thank you so much um, for the statistics. Um, remember, guys, um, what was that? 33, 36% of people have oh, dated at work. Oh, oh data work. 48 with data at work. And 36% had affairs. Kind of that mm -hmm. Um, guys, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm not even sure the takeaway of this show is other than I'm just curious. Well, are you not curious to know what happens, you know, that these things happen and prevention? Maybe the reason why um certain things are going on in your office right now is because they are dating and you just don't know about it. Oh, they've broken but, up. Oh, they've broken up. There's also that too. <laughs> oh, they've broken up and you're just cutting the head on the cutting the um in the middle. In the middle. Um, yeah, things happen, and um, so guys, I think this is our show for tonight. I'm very thankful. This is just a show for you to just laugh and relax, and uh, it's not every time we want to discuss serious issues. You know, we've had a series of serious, serious issues, heavy issues. This is a serious issue, but not as heavy in terms of you know, depth. You know, um, so we're just trying to, I guess, lighten the mood a little bit for our listeners out there. So, thank you once again, guys, and um. Kemi, you are the best. I love you. Um, God bless you all out there. Once again, I'd like to say this at the end of every show. If um, inspiration of this is largely total by the Holy Spirit, um, we're Christians and we believe in God. And um, if you do want to know about the Holy Spirit, please email me. Kyle Nathan at um, LCCMediaFoundation.com or .ca. I always forget. But do you know my email, Kemi? I don't know my email. <laughs> I don't email myself. You don't email yourself. I think it's dot ca. It's dot ca. Thank you, guys. Let me end the show with my something. <laughs> Have a good evening. <laughs> Bye.